can't clap. Uh, that's Why right. is that? That's right. Uh, so I, I got one hand occupied. Yeah, <laughs> let's leave that right there. <laughs> hey, we're coming to you recorded from the quarantine studios of the Coyote <laughs> Fitness conglomerate. Yes. That is my garage. Yes. Now the entire episode is outside the box. Everything we say it's is incredible. My dream, box. honestly. Exactly. He's like, <laughs> we're as far from fitness as you can get. Actually, that's not true because I. Like a good Cody family member, have checked out some stuff so that I could do continue to be you know as fit as possible during the break. So you're admitting that we're in your garage right now. Yes. Also known as your box. Yes, but by the way, that's what I'm calling this—just the break. The break. As if like spring break, just it was a gift. Got extended. Yeah. Then it got extended. You've know? you seen all those Gen Zers down yeah. in Florida, yeah. in Alabama, still <laughs> hanging out. God, you fools. Sorry. <laughs> You just sounded 45. <laughs> I'm a dad now. I can do what I want. Pump, kids you know? these days. I mean, kids. back in my day, we were right? at the beach. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. We stayed at the beach one week and then we came home. Yeah, healthy or not, <laughs> come home. So we decided today we're going to talk about the uh, the elephant in the garage, if you will. Oh. The elephant in the world. The elephant in the world in that we have a... Uh, what has it been termed by the government? An invisible enemy. Invisible enemy. We have an invisible enemy. That's from, uh, oh, there's a movie that uh, that uses that. Oh, I literally just read it. Really? Crap. Now I sound like an idiot. Uh, I'll think of it in about 30 seconds. Keep going. Was it Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Or? No, no. His enemy was very real. The principal was always there. <laughs> so we want to discuss a couple of different things. Thankfully, our particular box made some pretty dramatic and effective moves to keep us connected. Hunter's here to talk about a few of those things. Then we're going to roll through some stuff that we're doing to personally own our level of fitness, our fitness journey, how to take advantage of certain things that we're able to do. And uh, then what I'm looking personally the most forward to would be binge-worthy shows as we get to that portion of the episode. Oh, is that what we're talking about today? Yeah. Well, really, I'm just trying to roll things through quickly because I know everyone's so busy these days. Yeah. <laughs> just running all around. You're podcasting to... on the go here. It's, yeah, really. It's like I probably only have a quick drive before I get where Here's I'm going. The, that's the question. If people aren't going to be driving anywhere, are they even going to listen to this podcast? I really if, don't know. If the Coyote Fitness Podcast falls in Corona and there's no one there to hear it, does it make a sound? That's the question. I don't know. I hated that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably be listening to this three months from now when they're back to work. Yeah, like, guys, hurry up. I got I mean, there's things. This already work. happened. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, so the first thing we want to break down, it was, it was pretty extensive, but really the whole thing, uh, what was motivating you guys, I felt like, as, as I was reading through the email as a client myself, hey, we want to help you out. We want to be connected. We want to communicate value to you. Uh, value added based on your membership to this particular box. So there's a couple of different steps. Some people may have not uh, read through the email completely. Just give me a chance to, Hunter, a chance to kind of roll through maybe each item that was important to you and what, what the motivation was behind it. Uh, yeah, so really the, the whole motivation for the email and just in general was we knew that this is a very unprecedented time. Nobody knows what to expect. Uh, it's scary. Um, it, it's happening really, really fast. Mm. Like a week ago, less than a, a little over a week ago, I was going to the airport and we obviously knew about the coronavirus but didn't think it was gonna be that big of an issue. And then all of a sudden, the NBA 
can't or shut postpone the rest of the season. I think when that happened, that was just it, it really got everybody's attention. It was like, oh wow, this is serious. And then it was just like dominoes falling. NCAA canceled all their stuff, and it was like bam, 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 everything's closing up. Uh, the competition uh, we we went to compete in got sh- got canceled or postponed, and so it was one of those things where nobody knows what's going on. We need to figure out um, what we're going to do as an organization and how we're going to keep our, our members engaged because they're uncertain. They don't know what's going to happen. They're scared. They're worried about a hundred th- different things, and so that's where it was like, hey, we need to figure out. We need we got to get together as a as as a team game plan how we're going to attack this and, and communicate that to our members as soon as possible. So we had meetings uh, Monday and Tuesday as a staff. Um, we were, we've been talking, you know, obviously all weekend and kind of trying to figure out what we we're going to do. Looking to see what other gyms were doing. I was really looking to see, you know, what the big cities were doing. And I knew it was only a matter of time for we were going to be forced to close because like San Francisco, first they, they make the gyms closed, then they like shut the whole city down. New York's the same way. And then, you know, I knew we would be a few few days behind, so I was trying to figure out, you know, what what, what was coming up in the future for us. Um, and so we were like, hey, this is gonna happen. We gotta get a game plan. How can we provide the most value to our members while they're at home? Because obviously they're paying membership to come to the gym to get fitter for the coaching and community and everything. If we can't do that, how can we still have value? So we started brainstorming and think of different things. Well, first, most important thing is we want them to be able to continue their their habit that they've started. You know, there's people that have developed these fitness habits of training at a certain time every single day. We don't want them to lose that if they're stuck at home for a month. So we knew we need to continue to have a, well, first we wanted to have a, a workout for people just if they didn't feel comfortable coming to the gym, which we were still open for a few days. Our attendance was way down. There's a lot of people that wanted to work out at home, but we still wanted those people to be able to work out. So we came up with at home. We started coming up with at home workouts every day. Then when we knew we were going to close, we said, okay, well, we want them to still feel connected. Um, so we have our coaches have uh, online classes. So each co- cl- coach has a different class throughout the day that they lead, where they go through the mobility, go through the warm up, do the workout, do the cool down, just like we do in class. It's just kind of like on Facebook Live. And we encourage people to, to tune in on that, talk, interact, all that type of stuff. Um, we also wanted people to have the ability to um, use equipment if they wanted to. So we put we um, gave them the opportunity to come in and check out equipment, take it home. Um, because if it's just sitting at, at the gym, it's not doing any good. Like you got a wall ball, a med ball, and a, a wall ball, a, a kettlebell, and a dumbbell over here. You can use that. Um, and I literally had two of those items in my cart for Amazon. You Did you really? I was like, yes! Yeah, so <laughs> instead of having to go like buy your own home gym, like yeah. why not you come use our stuff? And we started off with just the smaller equipment, but now we're gonna just say people can take barbells and weights and um, rowers and all that type of stuff if they wanna use it because at the end of the day, we're all in this together and we want to be able to provide, give our members an option to be able to lift some weights at home if they if they want to, you know. Um, the key will be bringing it back. That'll be the challenge. Yeah, well, and yeah, and, and that's that's obviously a fear, like what if it goes and never comes back, but everybody sign out and we trust everybody. Sure. I, you know, something might not show show up, but I, I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, but really the biggest thing was we just wanted to make sure that every, everybody knew that we cared, we wanted to help them out, we wanted to help them continue to make progress towards their goals, no matter what they are, even though, you know, we might be stuck at home for a month. 
Yeah, so I, I mean that's definitely the cue that I got as I was reading the email. Like, man, these guys. Th the thing that was most impressive to me is you guys were ahead of the curve. Um, you know, but this is very typical for Coyote to be able to future cast and say, okay, this is on its way. And not to make too direct of a connection between what CrossFit is all about to be, you know, prepared for what you can't know. Uh, but it's just y'all, just y'all's level of professionalism has always been impressive to me, and especially during this time. And you know, kettlebell. Even if you shop around, you're talking about spending eighty-three, ninety-something bucks. And I was ready to do it, man, because I, I mm -hmm. my panic was if I start slipping back on this fitness. I don't know if, if other people are this way, but I'm like, man, if I give up on this for a week and a half, I don't know that I trust myself to to recreate it's this. It's gonna be hard to get back into. Yeah, it. recreate yeah. this habit. So I'm willing to spend ninety-three bucks. Uh, to make sure that I can do at least do something and it's been interesting man we we brought those three pieces of equipment home last night we were in the living room uh, learning how to do Turkish get-ups again which yeah. I did within my first two weeks of CrossFit and just haven't really been that concerned about since then mm -hmm. so you talk about hitting those mobility uh, goals to get points and stuff like that yeah I mean, that was another thing we wanted to make sure uh, we wanted to give people a way to be able to try to um, continue to work towards their goals while they're home and the best way to do that is always through competition that's why we keep score that's what keeps people coming back and keeps them motivated because they want to win and so we created this at-home challenge for people to do and we thought you know it's very similar to our beach body challenge that we do that we've had a lot of success with but it's like what are the things that we can have people do every single day where they'll get points for and then you know each week we'll have a winner and the winner will win something like the first week they're, win they're winning a bag of ascent protein the winner from each gym but uh, we came up with the six things of workout, um, 10 minutes of mobility, uh, eat lean uh, protein three times a day at every meal, at, at at least three meals a day, six servings of fruits and vegetables, drink 100 ounces of water, and get eight hours of sleep. So, you know, just kind of covering all your bases. So that way they have some guidance and they can kind of build some structure into their day because we know if you just don't have a whole lot of structure and you you're you don't have anything to do all day and you're stuck at home it's really easy to not do anything but if we you know we created this checklist this sheet for people to have um to check off points and we put the the competition thing on sugar wad every day so people can post their points but that way it just gives people something to do when they're at home and kind of keeps them working towards their health health and fitness goals and one thing i talked I, I did a talk about this the other day but it was what does this quarantine um a make possible for you what does what does this allow you to do maybe there's you have just haven't had put the time in to do to work on your mobility well now hey you got plenty of time let's start really hammering this mobility maybe you love lifting weights but you just don't you're not very good at body weight stuff hey let's start hammering body weight stuff for a couple of weeks like you know finding things that you're not good at or things that you neglect and and now let's make it a priority maybe this is an opportunity for you to develop some of these habits like getting extra sleep every night drinking water every day you know stretching every day and if you look at it that is like hey this is a challenge um, for me to try to add some some habits to my life um, you can really get a lot out of it instead of just looking at it, hey this is just a this is a two-week vacation or a month vacation, however long it ends up being. That's interesting that you point that out, man. That's the first thing I thought was, okay, usually I'm having to answer some kind of challenge at the gym four to five days a week. Now I can say, all right, I'm, I'm really sick of not being able to string together more toes to bar. So backing up, I now I've got time to say, all right, let's build what I need instead of just going in there and trying to kip harder 
during a Metcon or something like that, you know, which generally that should be the practice anyway. But just as an athlete, I don't take the time to do that. I, I get in the gym, I follow the programming, I do a little bit of extra work, and then I'm home trying to handle the stress of getting the family ready for the next day. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of that is receded, so now I can say, okay, I know, and I think most athletes that are part of the Cowdery family know their deficiencies, right? I know what those deficiencies are, and now I have an opportunity to try to, to, try to chip away at those, to try to build for me its core strength and shoulder mobility. I mean, I knew instantly I've got to start attacking those things, and I'm going to do whatever's necessary to be able to do that. So yeah. we're just encouraging people to take advantage of these resources because the fact is a lot of people are slinging a lot of stuff out there yeah. on social media, digitally, like, oh, we're, we're important, we're important. But ours has a little bit different stripe to say, hey, we have a way that we operate as a community. You can still do that while you're at home, even though it feels a little awkward to be disconnected. Yeah. So if you can, tell me a little bit of your experience. I know I saw you commenting on, uh, I think it was Van Pelt's workout the other day, which by, by the way, I'm gonna coach Van Pelt right here. Resting after a Metcon is more than 45 seconds. <laughs> I was watching him, he was like, okay, rest done. Like, Your rest no, is over with. Re- rest <laughs> is not done, Van Pelt. We're all still working out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so your experience with doing this stuff at home, it, it uh, sounded like the other day that one of the one of the Wadju programs surprised you a little bit with the uh, the squat jumps in there and like yeah, that's a little more difficult than I expected. It's hard, yeah. I mean, they look on paper, it's like oh, there's, there's no weights, it's just body weight, but some of them have been really hard. Um, but yeah, I've just been blown away by the um, them how people have embraced this and. Um, it's so cool to see people, they've started posting pictures and videos of them working out at home and they've got their kids that are working out with them or their spouses and they're starting to work out even though they don't come to the gym. Um, just seeing how they've accepted, like, this is what it is. I'm not going to feel sorry for myself. I'm going to do the best that I can, control what I can control has been awesome. And, you know, part of the email, I was very open and honest with people. I said, look, I completely understand uh, and we completely understand that this is a really scary time and if you can't come to the gym you might want to you know pause or cancel your membership mm-hmm. but I was just straightforward with them. I was like look if we lose 10-15% of our members and put on hold for a couple months because they can't come to the gym I mean that could be detrimental to our business that could have huge ramifications and all of a sudden we have to start you know making some really tough decisions and I'm not going to stop paying our full-time coaches like they have to provide for their families yeah. um, and so, you know, we're going to cut expenses the best we can, but we still got to pay rent. We still got to pay bills. We still got to pay salaries. And if you want us to still be around and thriving when you get back, you know, like, I, you know, consider continuing to pay. Now, if this goes on six months, I mean, I understand. Or if somebody's like in a really financial bind, like we completely understand. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if it's like, well, I'm not going, so I'm not going to pay for it. I was just asked people to please consider how that that's going to affect us, and so um, I just wanted to put that out there because I'll be honest, I almost had I almost had like a breakdown the when I got back from uh, the country last weekend because I just didn't know what was going to happen. Like I was so worried people were going to put their stuff on hold, and all of a sudden, you know, we we're going to be just in dire financial straits. Yeah. It was just scary. Like, are we going to be shut down? Forced to shut down for two months? Like, I've never had to close our business before. Like, this is terrifying and um, I was able to talk it through with my wife and some other people and got a game plan the next day but it it was really really hard and I really feel for you know business owners at this time I know there's some industries right now that are in 
it's way worse for them. Like they're being forced, like governments are forcing them not able, they're not able to do certain things that they normally do. They're having to lay people off because they can't afford to pay them. Yeah. It's a really hard time. And so that's why I was, I'm trying to be encourage people like, look, support local small businesses right now. They're the ones that are going to be most affected by this financially because, you know, take restaurants. If restaurants are having to close, people aren't going to restaurants, you know, all of a sudden they can't afford to, to pay their light bills or whatever. So, yeah. um, it's just it's a really scary and hard time but I've just been blown away with the response and the feedback so far now we're only one weekend like what's who's yeah. to say like in two you know after three or four weeks everybody being stuck at home everybody's going to start crazy but yeah um, right now it's been really cool to see how everybody has, has kind of embraced this is hey this is not ideal obviously this is but this is not the end of our life as we know it we will get through this and we will we can attack it and try to make the most of it as opposed to staying at home and feeling sorry for ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's our way, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm going to make a prediction and this prediction is probably going to be better than Chase than your Super Bowl predictions. And then I think they'll actually come true. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I think that, um, I, yeah, I just I, remember I, the bills. Were I know you know the Buccaneers. role I played here. <laughs> um, the foil. Yeah. I feel like, uh, the, the, the benefit that's going on right now, the reason why Cody has done what it's done as a, as a family right now is because we have spent years developing the way that we go about doing life together and doing fitness together. So we're actually, I think, reaping rewards from saying, we're not a Globo, we're not a scan your car to come in and hop on the treadmill. We're, like, we're a different kind of place. And I think there's a level of ownership, not just in our own personal fitness, but in this community, in this group of people, like today I made a decision to stop by and support a local business because this guy's a friend of mine and we work out together five days a week. Yep. You know, there's that knit together feeling. Uh, not to make this a long story, but a couple of weeks ago, I got what you're describing, having almost having this breakdown, taking a little bit, recollecting, and then making a plan. I mean, if that's not CrossFit, I don't know what is. The, yeah. the other day I was caught in a workout, it was hang snatch, and literally caught like you're just saying, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that lift is my kryptonite. And there's another story connected to this. And that last time Hunter and I were doing hang snatch together, in order for me to get through my reps, Hunter had enough time to like go to the restroom. Literally, <laughs> I think he went upstairs and paid some bills, and <laughs> came back down to the partner wide, and then we finished. But so I'm caught in these hang snatch, and uh, man, it it just leveled me. I didn't get enough sleep the night before, and I quit. I quit in the workout. And I haven't quit in a workout since the first month of CrossFit in the old location. I went over and sat on the sandbox, the Sam Riding box that he sits on <laughs> in the middle of all of his workouts. But if I sit down, it's because I quit. I sat there for about 30 seconds and I'm like, man, this isn't me anymore. I, I can't do this. I don't care if this takes me until the next class. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to embarrass myself to get finished. The reps aren't going to be clean. And I literally was the last guy finished by three minutes. Mm-hmm. But I finished, you know, and I drove home that day like really proud of myself yeah because i have developed over time being a part of what cody's about hey man who you were isn't who you are you know so the old me would be sitting here right now panicked about house note panicked about if my body fat percentage panicked about the people that i have to help pay Mm -hmm. but right now i can be a steady place because i'm like you know what people who are involved with crossfit they go in a couple times a week and they do something they don't know if they're going to be able to do they get that sense of accomplishment, and over time, you convince yourself this this big phrase: 
I'm a person that can do difficult things. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're in right now. So I think the people who are hopping on social media in our ecosystem are doing that because we're like, yeah, this is what we do. Yeah. You know, this is, it's a little bit different, but this is what we do. You know, being able to watch those uh, coaches work out in their garage too is pretty awesome. It's, it's, <laughs> it's awesome seeing like Chris had uh, Kennedy, she was in there with stretching and working out with him and yeah. Caleb has dog out there. Ben had his dogs and Sydney has uh, the, the girl who works out at Blue Shark who she's staying at her uh, Airbnb. She has her out there working out and they're, you know, it's just a lot of fun and it's been really cool. And I, I do want to say, you know, if, if you're a Coyote member, um, thank you for sticking with us because I mean, it means so much. I, I heard somebody told me they went to this, there's another gym, not a CrossFit gym, just a regular gym uh, down the road from us. And they were, I can't remember why they were there. They were doing something and they're at the front desk and somebody went in to cancel their membership and they said, have you had a lot of cancellations? And she held up like three sheets of people just filling out like cancellation. Wow. wow. And I'm just like, man, like we haven't even had anybody here. We've had a few students who are home because their school is canceled, yeah. uh, which is understandable. Like I, I wouldn't, would never ask someone to pay two gym memberships. Yeah. Um, but as far as regular members, we've actually had more people say, hey, I'm coming back after spring break when this is all over with. Yeah. Then people, then, then, then have said they're leaving, which is so incredible because I know it's, it's hard. Like I try to put myself in somebody else's shoes. Like, man, I pay a lot of money to come to this gym and I can't even go for a month. Um, I, I would, you know, I would consider that as well. But I think you're, what you're saying is exactly right. The community is just awesome. Mm -hmm. Incredible people who are willing to adapt. And that's such a powerful statement. What you said, that's not me anymore. Like yeah. being, understanding like I have a growth mindset I can change I don't I'm not defined by what I used to do I'm not defined by decisions that I've made in the past like I had the ability um, to, to do something different that's just that's just so cool to, to see so many people embrace and I've just been blown away by our coaches how, mm. how how they've adapted and gone with the flow and have really stepped up in a huge huge way to um, to make something awesome for our members and still make this uh, make this thing go and really provide value even though they can't come to the gym every day so um, I'm just so happy with our team because it's I've just been blown away by everybody yeah the benefit ratio is certainly there I mean if you've experienced uh, betterment in your own life based on the efforts of a place there's a sense of loyalty there which I think is awesome and appropriate and I think a good challenge for all of us you know the longer this goes which who knows where the end's going to be to figure out those things that you can be loyal to. That's part of my, kind of my makeup. And I'm thinking, all right, where do my loyalties lie? And if, if I've got uh, five bucks and I got to yeah. split that up, where are those five bucks going to go? Yeah, it's like, maybe this is a time for you to put the Chick-fil-A on the shelf for a few weeks, too, you know? <laughs> I love right. Chick-fil-A just as much as anybody, but I would rather support my buddy who has a food truck yeah. and go buy food from him as opposed to going to Chick-fil-A, which Chick-fil-A, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, I'm not, it's maybe a locally guy that locally owns it, but they're, they got support from, from corporate. They're, they're not going to let these, these McDonald's and all these other places, they're not going to close. Yeah. Kroger's not going to close. Um, Obviously, Kroger's yeah. not going to close. Kroger's thriving. They're doing great, man. <laughs> it's, it's insane. We made, oh we made rent on toilet paper sales alone. That's what Kroger's saying. I, uh, I told somebody, I was like, Costco could not have picked the best, <laughs> literally, the most perfect literally time to open up, guy. like open up the Wednesday before all this stuff happens and like just... It's a conspiracy. It really is. Yeah. Costco's at the center of this. But yeah, this is a great time to, you know, rally around 
um, support the people in your community because they're scared, man. I know it's it's terrifying times, but you know we're we're resilient and we we can we can get through it. Well, I think that's one of the coolest things I've seen, uh, just from my perspective. You know, there's there's still gyms in our local area that are, that still have their doors open yeah. at this point. And like within a couple of days of the whatever call was made, uh, Cody had said, you know, we're shutting down. And then within 24 hours, like, all right, here's our plan, you know, and like, yeah, yeah. which it, it says a lot about Hunter and his leadership and his coaches, because, you know, despite all the, uh, the ramifications that could have had on his business still might have, he put the people that are part of that community first by saying, you know, the healthiest thing for you to do is to not come around here yeah. and spit and sweat on, on this floor. What if we had stayed open and one person had gotten sick right. and, had, and transmitted it? Like, that's not a risk that's worth no. taking. Like, in the grand scheme of things, closing your doors for two weeks or three weeks or however long, or even two months, over a 20-year period, that's a blip in, the, yeah. in time. Yeah. But that could... Net, completely change somebody's life if somebody gets sick or and, mm-hmm. and it passes on to somebody who has already a suppressed immune system so that's just not worth it um it's not worth it to 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 do that and when you know the responsible thing is to um is to shut down and close even though it's the hardest hardest thing like you guys know like i don't like to close when there's ice on the roads i'm like man if you can get here we'll we'll stay up we'll man work out it's for good you. for like, you tornado don't Tornado's not gonna hit us. It already passed. What are you talking about? Last time we had ice on the roads, I drove up to the the box and Hunter's like, Man, that lawnmower got you up here. (laughs) Good to see you. (laughs) Come on in. Here's your barbell. Here's the advantage though, is that I was I was stuck like, man, I'm not sure what to do. I wanna go up there, but I don't know that I should. Yeah. I'm immunosuppressed. I don't have a spleen. So I'm like, ah, I wanna be up there, but I also know I shouldn't. So for the gym to make a call that was carrying before I had to, right, and then to provide almost instantly, you know, I just I know we're sitting here bragging on Cody. We don't have a lot of time to do that on our podcast, but the opportunities presented itself, and, I'm, and I think we should. I mean, you're right. There, in our area, there are gyms who are pretending like nothing's going on. Exactly. There are gyms who are saying, "Well, it's open to our regular members, but we're not going to give any day passes." Like. What sort of sense does that make? Yeah. Like, if you're a regular member, you're probably immune to COVID-19. Yeah. So they're, they're <laughs> making decisions by not making decisions. Where the, What we're trying to say here, I think, in the last part of this, is we're better people than that. Right. We care about each other more. When our, when our uh, Athlete of the Month is posted, we say, thank you for being part of the Coyote family, not mm-hmm. thank you for being a Coyote client. Yeah, and we're making those decisions. Hunter and those guys are making those decisions through that filter. Comforting for me to know that the whole team was pulled together, and uh, those things were those decisions were being made, and there's there's buy-in. So I'm wondering, uh, Hunter, if you could do something like, uh, hey, we're gonna have a guest coach of the day. You know, the longer this goes, hey, and, uh, if, maybe if, I could get on. If we coach. string it out, we, we, we <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll, we can scrape the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Uh, I, I do want. Cool. I don't want people to hear that we're like condemning other gyms for not closing or whatever. I just no, no. Everybody's got to make a hard. Yeah, it was, that was. I mean, that's a really tough decision, and it, and I can't say our decision is better than any any others. That's just what I felt was right for us, and our our team agreed, mm-hmm. and they thought it was the right thing to do. And we just don't want that to. You know, we don't want to be responsible for something like that. We want to help. You know, slow this thing down, and hopefully get it knocked out in a in a 
in a short period of time. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't mean to imply that. I, no. I'm, not, I'm sorry if I did, but you know, we just follow kind of a general rule that preparation beats panic every time, yeah. and uh, that, that's where we're that's where we're sitting. Actually, I'm getting a call. I'm gonna have to join you guys later. <laughs> speaking of preparation, speaking of preparation, I think it's well known that we were all talking about CrossFit 2717. <laughs> it's really sucking yeah. as an organization. Yeah, Caleb, this is where I mentioned Caleb and his diarrhea, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, hey, what, what else is on the docket? Actually, we're going to talk about what we're doing, you know, with the instruction from Coyote. Finally, we get to talk about ourselves. Finally, yeah. we're going to talk, talk about, about, about ourselves. So, let me jump out there first, which is something I don't normally do. Um, I'm not sure if that's true or not. Yeah. Uh, let me jump out there first and say this will be brief, but I was able to have uh, a partner wide in our driveway uh, with my wife yesterday at like 9 o'clock in the morning, and she killed it. I killed it. It was awesome. I'm like, man, this is what I'm talking about. We got pro. Now you got a third son on the way. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the kind of partner wide I was in the driveway. Uh, <laughs> no, we were uh, throwing wall balls, box jumps. Um, so I was I was determined to attack some stuff that's a weakness, like I said before, box jumps, definitely one of those. I've been embarrassed a few times by those being programmed, uh, so I'm jumping on that. But to, to have that programming available, to be able to sit out in my driveway and all the neighbors are starting to walk around, we're, we're doing the social distancing thing. Uh, but for me, it's like, okay, how can I kill two birds with one stone? I'm gonna spend some time with my family and I'm going to exercise. Yeah. This feels incredibly productive. So I think that's gonna be part of our new daily rhythm. Like uh, Kim and I are gonna establish a class time. We're gonna show up for that every day and do something. Is she gonna start coming to the class? Uh, no, here. Oh, it's a men's class. Men's class. That's been really cool is to see uh, member, coyote members bring, have their family, their kids, their wives working out with them even though they don't come to the gym because yeah. It, it, it's setting a good example like hey I'm still gonna make this a priority in my life um, and it's really really cool to see that and um, you know taking the fitness outside the weather's been really nice finally and so people are kind of going outside and working out and the neighbors are kind of watching uh, you know like, <laughs> yeah. like look what, what are they what doing, doing? What's, what's going on <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, like yesterday uh, I did the, the class workout with one I think it was like at three and uh, so I just did it in the living room, you know, and I was surprised because it was burpee broad jumps and I was fully expecting my dogs to be jumping all over me and they just watched. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I was like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> they, these, they're starting to mature a little bit, but uh, so I did it. And then uh, uh, my wife, Claire, she wanted to do a workout. She brought a kettlebell home from the gym and she wanted to do a kettlebell workout. So she kind of created her own kettlebell workout and with like farmers carries and swings and squats with it and so I went out and and she did I stood in the driveway and watched her do it and I kind of walked with her while she did it you know all the neighbors were walking their kids and walking their dogs and they're just like kind of what is that like staring at them. <laughs> what, what, what's going on over I there? got on YouTube for some instruction yesterday yeah. on the kettlebell and the first thing the guy said was hello comrade <laughs> <laughs> comrade there you go but, yeah but just making it like a priority we're sure. gonna get this done through the day and um, uh, you know we've been actually we've been eating really healthy uh, we went and bought a bunch of food from Costco. We and so cooked, I've, I've cooked yeah. more now than I have in our entire marriage. Yeah. yeah. Far none. Yeah. Like uh, lot, eating lots of vegetables, lean meats and stuff like that and uh, drinking a lot of water. So it's been, uh, you know, trying to, you know, trying to, to check, check as many boxes. It's crazy. Like even for me, I know I can't win the competition, but it's just like, man, I'm like, I got to post my, my, my point total on sugar water every day. I can't yeah. be Did down there. Did you see what the prize was? 
Yeah, yeah. Protein this week is uh, back protein. protein. That'll okay. be a different prize every week. And the new protein, by the way. Yeah, the ascent yeah. protein. Yeah. What's uh, what's your take on the taste of the new compared to the? So protein? the the it doesn't have the sucralose in it that Progenix has, but uh, right. You so you just can't put as much water in it. So I think the taste of the ascent is is actually better. I like it. I was putting too much water. It's like eight ounces, right? That's six the, to eight is the, sweet the magic. Spot. Yeah. yeah the sweet if you spot. put more than that, it might might taste a little watered down. But um, I like it. It's really good. Like they got good flavors and it's 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 really clean and it's cheaper so um yeah. everybody's been really liking it that's so a big fun. win right now cheaper protein that's yeah. a big win do y'all filter your water before you mix it with your uh, uh no. protein no you use no. the hydronize 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 all water. these years later i'm still struggling with getting enough protein it's it's unbelievable like when am i ever going to win most this people i mean it's it's crazy at least you're probably closer than you used to be oh definitely definitely way closer like i'm usually within a shake here's the thing if you're sitting around the house all day and you're just snacking on cheez it's or whatever you add up your protein you probably eat end up eating if you're grazing all day you'll probably end up eating three or four thousand calories you probably won't even touch 100 grams of protein yeah it's really so it's really this is really dangerous time because if you're just going to snack all day when you're snacking you're not going to the chicken legs you know yeah you're, you're not getting turkey turkey breast <laughs> you know be good right now picking up some oh, on my way. you want some cheese it's no i'll take the chicken leg please <laughs> you're going to the bag of chips you're going to uh, you know the the what the easy accessible sweet or you know salty um yeah. That's an interesting point you make because I've wondered, you know, if all that stuff starts to get out of whack, you're doing a lot of this body weight stuff, hang on a minute, you know, like you can get into some pretty dangerous territory. We're just carb loading all the time, mm -hmm. doing body weight stuff, and I'm sure a lot of people have added running into their routine. Yeah, well, the goal it? there is to increase your body weight so that the workouts are actually more <laughs> beneficial. Because <laughs> you're getting more out of Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to do this pull-up, we're going to double the weight. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, but, I mean, like, we got some tough work. Like, we got a 30-minute AMRAP coming up, body weight workout. Like, uh -huh. that's some long stuff. What's in that? Um, I can't even remember. Push-ups. Don't even tell me. I would try it. I, would I mean, it's got running that. and uh, jump rope and squats. I think lunges. Maybe I can't remember. Push-ups. A lot of stuff. How far out scheduling-wise are y'all since y'all had to kind of like double back on what? Well, we're still we're still posting our regular workouts that I already had already planned. Um, just because some you know people have access. To, they have home gyms. Like yeah. some people have got a lot of stuff they can do. You know. Um, we got people that follow, not just from Coyote, that you know, not just Coyote members, other other people as well. So we're continuing to post regular programs so people can modify that as as needed. If they can take some stuff home and do a dumbbell <laughs> workout, they can. But we'll still continue to post the at home workouts. So we're posting the at home workouts on a week to week basis, and then the, everything else has already been planned for the next four weeks or four so. Weeks, so yeah. we'll continue with that. And I like to do a variation on the class, on the you know the class workout, and just turn it into something you can do at home. That way, we can kind of keep some continuity. Between yeah, that it. makes sense. What type of exercise you doing? I tell you what, I'm concerned about is the first time I pick up a bar with 135. Yeah. Like, uh, how have I turned? Heard it turned? You're gonna fold like a cheap napkin. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. So we need to transition to. We've combined two parts of our episode: the recommend and. Love that reverb. Yeah. Corona edition. Corona edition. <laughs> yeah. So what we're going to talk about, because this is, other than exercise, this is definitely like number two thing on everyone's mind. If Netflix is going to get this much of my attention, what shows should I be watching? 
maybe more importantly, what shows should I avoid because they only have one season. I'm yeah. only going to get pissed off after that tenth episode. Ooh, I got a good one. That, that it one. just ends. So maybe we can give uh, each of us kind of bat around a few just to send uh, the Cody family in the right direction the next time they have a remote in their hand. After the at home watch, of course. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, after after immediately, immediately follow. Immediately follow. Your workout first. Yeah, shower, get some cheeses and a protein, <laughs> and then watch some Netflix. Uh, so I feel like you guys are loaded for bear. I need to think about mine for just a second. But I can, yeah, I can go ahead and go. Go ahead. Hunter. So we, my wife and I right now are watching Mad Men. Uh, I watched Mad Men probably ten years ago when it first came out, and I haven't seen it, and she's never seen it. And I mean, it's it's just crazy how easy it is to binge watch Netflix because it's like that episode ends and it's like three seconds and the next one's it's already skipped the intro I don't have time to stop but the polite thing they've done for you is they've moved up episode wide episode wise when they ask you are you still watching yeah so it's not like after eight and they're like are you still watching (laughs) like I'm offended that you're still watching (laughs) after three yes I'm still watching Don Draper or Dick Whitman or whatever his name is but we've been watching that we're on season three right now and that's it it's a great, great binge worthy show. It's it just, it's I love it, man. It's really, really good, really good acting, good storyline, um, all that, all that good stuff. Um, well, let me ask a question about this because I'm a huge Mad Men fan, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I'm also a huge Don Draper fan, but this guy stands for everything I hate in life. He's a, he's just a pretty terrible. person. I mean, he is a terrible human being. Uh, well, but you still want to be him. It took mm. took took a few episodes for me, us to get past the point where. My wife was just able to watch the show without being f- furious about how he treats his wife. And you his can't family. treat Benny that way. And all the other guys, like she couldn't believe how bad they treated women back in the fifties, <laughs> like in the workplace, just like the the awful things they said to him. Uh, it's just, but you just understand this is it, obviously just kind of they're trying to portray how it was in the fifties or sixties. Maybe it's you know a, a extra characterization. Maybe it's worse. I don't know, but or maybe um, accurate, but. I think the thing that helped me is over the episodes you realize Don is a very conflicted man. He's very, that's probably my favorite part of the show is just learning more and more about this guy, why he is what he is, and he really struggles. And you can tell like he feels really bad about a lot of things he does, but he just can't help himself. And he wants so bad to be good, um, but he he just can't. Yeah, I agree with you. Mad Men, I think if I hadn't seen it or it had been a long time since I'd seen it, Madden, that would be my number one. Oh, it's awesome. You just sucked in, man. You're you're in and it's just it's so great. Um a couple other ones. I I wanna watch Lost again. Like same thing, Lost. It gets a bad rap. Oh and it doesn't have it doesn't have a ten out of ten ending, but dead gum of the But here's here's the thing. If you go back to the final season and you took out the whole the whole afterlife thing and deleted it and it just everything else was and it ended the, the way it ended. I think it'd be a perfect ending. Yeah. But the whole afterlife stuff sucked. But I love the show. It was I never look forward to anything as much as I look for well anything, but any TV show yeah. as much as I I did that last season. I lost because yeah. I just it was so great. But I want to go back and watch that game because same thing. I probably watched it about the same time I watched Mad Men. Mm-hmm. You know when I was you know, ten years ago, early yeah. early twenties. Yeah. And I I've noticed I'm per, per, perceiving Mad Men completely different than I did back then. Mm-hmm. I, a lot more of it makes sense to me. I can relate to a lot more of it, so that's really good. Lost is one I really want to. You know watch. what I noticed What's when that? I rewatched Lost? How much uh, I enjoyed Charlie. 
Yeah. Because like I I feel it coming every time the mm-hmm. the drowning scenes come. Spoiler. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! It's a decade later, if yeah. not more. Uh, but when that drowning scene happens, and I realize Charlie's just gone from the show now, I'm like, I still love it. But man, do I miss him. That's such a great. That was such a great scene. It really is. Was. It's probably one of the best um, scenes of self sacrifice. Yeah, it was on yeah. on film. You know, other than Bruce Willis. But yeah, that's that's another time. Which one? Uh, yeah, which one? <laughs> and uh, yeah, Lost and Lost is like it just keeps you engaged. You're like, what? What's a Dharma issue? Wait, yeah, what about the hat? I really like the. I love. I'm a sucker for time travel and like stuff like that. And. It was just really cool the way they did it. There's so many mysteries that you're trying to figure out. That's what really keeps you coming back. You're like, what's going on? I gotta figure this gotta thing figure out. Yeah. Why is there polar bears on the on the? <laughs> did we ever do? Sorry, the weird. Sorry, weird. audience. Yeah, just <laughs> wait. Did we ever do best villains? Oh no, oh, no. we need to do that. Yeah, we, it's gonna be hard to leave Ben off. I'll go ahead and say that now. Yeah, even though he kind of turns out being a little bit not as bad talk about uh, talk about like a little bit dynamic good and evil on that that's yeah really, oh yeah that's yeah. a huge part of that show yeah um, anyway sorry. even in the terrible ending there's a good and evil yeah. presence there yeah. um so lost and then another one that i really want to rewatch is breaking bad i mean i think binge worthy and that same thing i haven't seen that in like 10 years as well so i've and never then, made it all the way through oh never really I, I know. Do you I stop it like some weird Ben scene where like I shoved not? it in the trunk and now I just can't. How can you not make it all the way? Through? I don't know, man. I just I once don't you know. get past that first season, it's like it's a. I mean, you're a hundred miles an hour downhill. I've seen it. So I've, stop it. Most of season one, and I've seen other random episodes. Oh, okay. So you I, didn't even finish season one. No, no, no. Oh, so you got It's it's kind of an office type thing. Where like season one is really good, mm-hmm. but you still they're still it's trying to slow. figure out exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like they get to season two and they realize. Oh, this is what we have, and yeah. then yeah, it, I mean, it's 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 pedal to the metal at that point. Man. I was pulled in when he was he's working at the car wash, and it just like the way they filmed all that, you can tell he's just miserable. I'm like, okay, that show, I get it. the film, the cinematography for that show is as as good as in, any of the best movies ever. The writing, the stuff they, the Easter eggs they put in that thing, it's incredible. Yeah, the it acting, was, uh, those guys are such good actors. They too. really are. Um, Brian they stuff now. Uh, they did the Saul thing, right? Better Call Saul. Is yeah, it? and then they did yeah, that's uh, Jesse. Still and that's Jesse a great movie. show too. Uh, yeah, they just uh, announced I watched the, the Jesse season. movie. I never. I, I still haven't watched it. I, I I wasn't crazy about it. Really? But I mean, it was it was interesting to see. Uh, I thought it was going to take over place over a longer time period. It was only like a two day period. Mm-hmm. Um, but Better Call Saul is a great show. That's a, a lot slower moving show. But maybe that's more my pace. Well. It, it's it's cool because it, you know all the characters and it's like the whole backstory to everything. Yeah, so it takes it takes place before. So you so, mentioned the office, right? Who said the office? You did. Chase did. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Well, yeah. That's like a standing like you shouldn't even really mention the office. And that's just one of those like you, yeah. It's always been. You can just put on an episode or like flip through the channels and it's on and you yeah. don't. You can just pick. I up pick. Anywhere. I I'm to the point now where I pick episodes based on my mood. What kind of laughing do I want to have? What's the best office episode ever? That's so funny. People always say the CPR. dinner at Michael's. Uh, huh? Michael's no, I place. don't say that. No. I love the internet thinks that, and I, I agree. It is really good. I really we do know love how the, what the internet. <laughs> We've I, seen how the internet is. Right. The internet I really do love the CPR episode. Uh, yeah. It starts with the fire drill. That's, People forget that they're the same episode. That's so. the best episode, in my opinion. Yeah. And it came on after the Super Bowl. Did you watch it when it first came out? Yes. No. Yes. I remember I was watching the <laughs> Super Bowl at my buddy's apartment and when I was in college. And I was even more excited about the Office episode that came on after. And <laughs> we watched it and I was like, 
this is the best episode of TV ever. This is hilarious. It's it perfect writing. It really yeah. is. It was so crazy. Uh, my, the last one is uh, Game of Thrones, obviously. Um, Definitely. My wife said she wanted to rewatch it, and Josh is so good. So good. No. The word on the street is George Martin is in uh, sequestered in his house. He's not doing anything but writing Game of Thrones at this point. Which I I came to the realization not too long ago that the TV show started and ended without him putting out another book. Mm. They did the entire show six no. seasons without him putting Additional. out an, an extra book, the mm. next book. So he's, he's got two more books left. It'll come, surely. They're just letting him breathe. Well, he even said, he was like, I mean, I understand I'm, I'm one of the most susceptible people to the coronavirus, so <laughs> I'm sequestered in my house. There you go. Yeah. All right, so those, those are some pretty solid recommends. I don't know how yeah. many. I mean, binge worthy. Uh, he did enough for all of us. Yeah. There's a difference between, like, I'm binge watching last thing at night, you know, and I'm binge watching while I'm preparing dinner. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's kind of a different. I think The Office for me is more like, in the background. Yeah, you don't have to pay attention to yeah, everything. You, don't have to pay you attention. can pick up in the middle and still know what's going on. Yeah, these yeah. other ones, you have to be deliberate and you have to no watch. Doubt. So yeah, what these are, some, are... Go ahead. Off the beaten path, and, you know, kind of binge. Because a lot of people have consumed that, those sort of things. All right. Fine. You taught me into it. <laughs> There's only one that I'm watching right now. Uh, because I'll save what else I've been doing for maybe the next episode. Okay. Um, unless tuned. I should go ahead and say it. Stay tuned. Um... So, my wife, when we were dating, which was not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> things, things, that, things happen really quick around. It was not that long period. <laughs> yeah, before we were parents and before we were uh, married. Uh, Chase went from single to a dad. <laughs> faster than the coronavirus came from China and America. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, anyway. Um, so, we, she convinced me to start watching Grey's Anatomy back when we were first dating. And it was very slow rolling. For, for the first few seasons. We have covered, since our child was born, which you want to experience a weird timeline, have a kid with a few weeks of materni- paternity leave and then back to back with the pandemic, you spend a lot of time at home. Yes. What do you think you will? Yeah. Uh, we have cranked it up as far as Grey's Anatomy and we have covered season six through 10, which doesn't sound like a lot, but there's about 40 episodes per season with Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. I'm sold on the show now, man. Though it is, yeah. it is way better than I gave it credit for. It uh, it actually manages to keep me hooked. If you're looking to, if you and your wife have a hard time like watching shows together, or you and your spouse have a hard time watching shows together because your That's tastes it. are so different. That's it. There's a there's this is a good point of compromise because it's not it's her favorite show of all time. I probably wouldn't put it in my top ten, but it's good enough to uh, spend time together and actually uh, have a little drama in your life yeah. that doesn't feel too cheesy. You don't want to. Like, throw up watching it. Exactly. I think, yeah, com- sometimes you have to compromise. Like, right. every show can't be Game of Thrones. That was my marriage counseling second. Yeah, every show can't be Mad Men. That was your marriage counseling second. I have to watch some garbage. The <laughs> therapist says I have to That's compromise, what, so Grey's yeah. Anatomy it is. Yeah, it does. Uh, okay, yeah, so the other, some others in that camp, probably. Uh, Justified. That's one that has... Oh, my parents are great. Justified. Yeah. Both of them. I haven't seen that one yeah. uh, in forever. I need to watch that. That's just great the, they, It canceled, though, right? Did it resolve or they canceled? No, it did. No, it did. Okay. Yeah. The good it guy, bad guy, guy dynamic in that street. I love Timothy Oliver. Hello, Boy Crowder and uh, Raylan Givens. Oh, man. Man, that, that dynamic between them so two good. is... 
Oh man. The way he says Raylan, just like Boy Crowder is one of the best characters ever created. Ever. In my opinion. Oh, and yeah. Raylan Gibbons, both of them are. You just don't know, is he a good guy or a bad guy? Is yeah. he a bad good guy or a good bad guy? That guy's a really good actor too. Yeah, he's in a couple of other things that are it's pretty intense. He's in a SEAL show that I don't think made it, but so uh, justifies going another is kind of in the law enforcement. Longmire's pretty good. Uh, I would put that in like I'm cooking dinner sort of thing. I mean, don't like character development isn't insane. I think my standards are too high because if I have to, if I have the ability to not watch a TV show while I'm cooking dinner, yeah, it just doesn't feel like it's worth my time. Yeah, I mean Longmire, it was good. I mean you you're pulling for the guy at mm-hmm. least, so that's good for me in the show. Um, should we talk about uh, any the uh, don't watch them? Yeah, the don't watch, like you're going to get to the end of one season. And yeah. Prison Break. Do not. Do not watch this Prison Break. This is like number five. Under <laughs> any circumstances. Never. It only gets worse. Don't Never even watch Prison Break. I have, people say though the first season the was first like the season perfect was TV awesome. season of all time. And it then, was fast whoosh. moving. Everything was great. It, it was really cool. It sucks you in. But that's the problem. Then every season after that is absolutely awful. They just try to yeah. The last yeah. season is maybe the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, they try way too hard and it's like I wasted so much time because I had to see how it ended yeah. do not even start ever. Would, how would you feel about Heroes same thing same, the yeah. first season of Heroes was awesome too yeah. I loved Heroes yeah it's a great concept but yeah. it just and then it gets can't like don't start a show that got cancelled just don't do it you're, gonna, yeah, you're only like, going to break your heart you're going to be <laughs> you're gonna thank break you for heart. saying that yeah. Yeah. my entire immediate family does not understand that They'll like watch two seasons of a show that they know has no more seasons and then say, I wish they would just start it back up. I was like, you have bad taste and this should show it. Gosh. Right. For a show to get canceled these days, it must be, it has it takes a like Netflix show to get canceled it takes a lot. Okay, let's address the final category, like the, the mini series. Does that mean like Chernobyl? Chernobyl is great, yeah. Worth it. All yeah. right. I'm going to skew the rules a little bit. This is like a mini series over the period of a guy's whole career. Do you guys like stand-up at all? Yeah, of course. I know you like stand-up a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. John Mulaney, it is the people's comedian. Any, you can watch it with anybody. If you feel like Dave Chappelle is a little too rough for your taste, I disagree with you. <laughs> but if that's your case, this is a good, not quite family-friendly, but it's, it's like PG-13 level comedy. And it'll ha- it, the, the dumbest jokes, but... Gosh, he's really freaking funny. You may actually like him because you like that uh, that deadpan uh, yeah, comic. Definitely, the, definitely. I don't remember his name, but you know what I'm talking Gaffigan. about. Gaffigan. Yes. Jim uh, Gaffigan. Gaffigan. Yeah. Jim Gaffigan. Uh, it's not quite that, yeah. uh, but it's just so good. I'm I'm sure a lot of people are in there, probably not their car, their living room saying, yes! Yes. he's like... Turn this off. We're going to watch some of like... He, he describes himself as like, he, he means a lot to a really small group of people. So I'm just trying to really expand this uh, this circle for him because it's yeah. it's really it's so funny. All of it is. That's great. Um, we watched the uh, the there's two of them we just watched on HBO. The McDonald's Million Millionaire Game uh, documentary. Have you guys seen that? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Did you I know that, that. Mm-hmm. the McDonald's uh, game? You know the M- Monopoly game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was rigged. What? what? Yeah. Oh my gosh, you know how many Cokes I drank? <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, it all came out and these it got prosecuted, these people got prosecuted, but it happened right before 9-11. So it was like big news and then 9-11 happened and so it just got buried and people people missed it. But it was rigged, like not by a monopoly, but a third party. 
Um, and so this is a documentary examining how the whole thing. Oh, so like happened. McDonald's didn't do this? Like no, they had a third. Uh, they had an outside company that was doing it. One of the guys uh, that worked for the the company figured out how to steal the tickets, and then he was selling them the million dollar tickets to people, and he would he would keep half of it, and they would keep half of it. So. Uh, but it was like all these winners, these million dollar winners, they were all in on it. it How do you crazy. sell a million dollar ticket if it's worth exactly a million dollars? Well, he, he sells it. He, they buy it for 25 grand from him or whatever. Yeah. And then they split the money halfway. And then, but I they, guess, is he like not allowed to win because he's in, within the company? So he's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess feel so sense. violated. Yeah. Like all those times I, I peeled that little. Oh, I used to play it all. I ate so many Big Macs when I was a kid. So I <laughs> the game. They just came out with a double Big Mac. Have you seen that? Oh, my gosh. Uh, That's just what the world needs. I know. What a time. What we need is a wad called the Double Big Mac. Yes. <laughs> That's what you call it. Hero wad. Screw yeah. you, friend. We're doing Double <laughs> Big Mac today. I've been saying that since I started CrossFit. <laughs> so. the, uh, the other one we watched was The Outsider on uh, HBO. Um, I've heard about it. It's based know. off a of Stephen King book. It was good. I really liked it. Um, it kind of got a little... Um, the like the premise of it at the end was kind of like gimmicky, but it was still really good. It was still entertaining. So the Outsider, and then the I forget what the the what it's called, but it just finished on HBO as well. If you have Amazon Prime or HBO, you can watch it. It'll, it'll be there for you. Any documentary on HBO too is good. Yeah, I agree with that. Those are they're strong, definitely strong. I'd say strong or fairly strong. Yeah. Yeah. Like me. Well, how's your portfolio? It's uh, strong. Strong to, strong to fairly strong. Fairly strong, yeah. So here's what we've done, gentlemen. We've actually recorded probably the best episode in our history during COVID-19. And so the rain. Take that freaking pandemic. I just wanted to acknowledge the rain so people didn't think, like, are they going to talk about the fact that... Yeah, we're hearing trips <laughs> for the entire episode. Yeah. What goes on in Ben's garage? Yes, it is raining outside, but... uh the, op- the whole open air policy has been important to us to, to hold to. You can't get COVID if you're in the open air. That's what we've been that's, told. That's about. what I hear, even yeah. with a mask. Did you see know. the picture of the dads at the uh, at the cul-de-sac of their neighborhood? It was like five of them. They're all standing uh, in a circle. Six feet apart. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, standing there awesome. holding a beer, like just talking. And they weren't posing for the picture. Like <laughs> no, they were they seriously just, doing it. They all had a Just beer. guys being dudes. <laughs> just a bunch of boom howers. Middle class fancy. <laughs> oh, what a reference. There you go. Alright, so until next time, bye. Stay COVID free. smooth sounds.